Hey, it is 2021, and we are in season three of Coffee Talk. Thanks for listening. It would be such a such a gift to us if An you honor. would, yeah, rate us, give us five stars. Do we all would the so things, appreciate man. that. Leave Let a comment know. saying this this podcast has changed your freaking life. Yes, and uh, yes. it'd mean a lot to us. Thanks for listening to Coffee Talk, and it's gonna be a good year. Cheers. Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Cheers to you, love. It's it's wonderful to see you this day. You too, my love. We are uh man, we're just enjoying a little bit of sun here in Seattle. A little bit of a little bit a little bit of blue skies. Uh, interesting note, the majority of our family, Lil Ren Ren, our son Judah, Vic the Sound Chick, um, Ben, my brother, they're all in Jacksonville, Florida for Living the their last best life. The last 10 days. And I kind of feel like they didn't get as much sun as they wanted. <laughs> I FaceTime Lil Ren Ren today, and she's like, mm, "This is the first kind of warm day. It's been kind of cold. We haven't really gone to the beach, you know." And they're enjoying it. They're hanging with family and all. But um, here we are. I'm sitting in Coffee Talk Studios. I'm looking at a little bit of sunshine, a little, little bit glimmer, of blue sky, a little glimmer of light just poking through. Now, was it hailing? Literally hailing? Forty five minutes ago? Yes. Oh, it was here. Yeah, it was hailing. Oh. Was it not at the shop? Not at the shop. You just getting off. You just getting back from a little sweet serenity. Just hustling flowers and you know, candles out there made, on the made street. Made some beautiful bouquets and arrangements. <laughs> they were gorgeous. Biz was good today. Biz babe. is biz is good. You know, I've just been you know doing the work of the of the Lord <laughs> and you know hustling. I've been hustling other things. <laughs> I don't, that doesn't sound so great. Yeah, we hustlers. We a hustler, baby, and you know it. Um, hey, I was looking at some of the reviews. We like to do this from time to time on Coffee Talk. If you're just joining us, um, here's can I read some of the reviews, babe? Please do, babe. From people, you know, we got like 160 reviews on there. Oh, that's pretty good. Hey, we're feeling the love, friends. I mean, that's what they say in the podcast world. Like we're kind of doing it. Um, okay, this comes from Diana920. Huge fan. I'm a huge fan of this podcast. I love how honest Billy and Jen are. Not only are they hilarious, well, thank you, Diana, but they cover so many great topics on each episode is filled with encouragement and wisdom. Aww. <laughs> Cheers to you, you think that's true? You think, yeah, we probably encourage people, and then you drop tons of wisdom. Or, or the other way around. Or not. <laughs> um, Nikki M. Wahala. I probably jacked it up. Sorry, Nikki. She says, I love this. I'm so grateful to know this amazing human. These amazing humans who talk about real life every day, everyday stuff. My favorite podcast to listen to. I'm trying to know. You can't tell who people are. I know. I kind of wish they would sign off like their full name, you know? Nikki, we're thrilled to know you too, even though I'm, I'm racking my mind right now. <laughs> Which Nikki? I, I, yeah, I know yeah. a few Nikki's. Okay. This is um, from Christina and Nate. I think, I wonder if it's a Christina and Nate. We know. They go, you guys are killing it. Just listen to the last three most recent episodes, especially love season three, episode seven, and I'm not even a parent yet. <laughs> ah. What was that? What was season three, episode seven? This that was last week. That was yeah. Oh, that's um, that's not my wife. That's, that's not your mom. That's my wife. <laughs> yeah, that was a good podcast. I, I get why you like it. Okay, another one. This is um. Oh, I think I know, I think I know who this is. Megan J seven seven seven. Um, Megan I've been listening Jones? to this. Po- maybe I'm not. I think. Oh, how many Megan J's do we know? But we don't know everyone who leaves um, reviews. I've been listening to this podcast since the very beginning, and it never disappoints. Billy and Jen are authentic, big-hearted people with wisdom and passion. They always put a smile on my face. Thanks, Megan J. If it's Megan Jones, right back at you, my love. Yeah, man, we're having 
No, it's kind of like it's kind of like having a moment, just reading from all those people. Oh, just feeling the love, you know. It means a ton to us that you listen to the podcast and you take some time to rate it and review it, put some stars on there. Um, we enjoy doing it. it. Doesn't really feel like. I had someone say to me the other day, like, "How have you done an episode every week?" And then for a while there, we were doing two episodes a week um, for three years. And I was like. I don't know, man. I think we just turn on the mics and live life. <laughs> That's right. You just kind of, you know, just start something. Just keep at it. Yeah, man. Keep at oh, it. that'll preach. Just keep keep doing it. Okay, um, we you, are. Well, oh, I just sorry. wanted to say I'm we're we're two weeks, literally two weeks from our um our anniversary. Oh yeah, twenty four years. Twenty four years. Twenty four years. Almost two and a half decades. It's a long time. It's and been, I think I think these it's been adequate. This podcast, <laughs> okay, it's been adequate. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm glad it's, I can. I can. Um, it's been satisfactory. I'm glad I can minister to you. I, I'm glad I can you do uh, provide whatever needs you have. I I, I meet those needs. Will you though? <laughs> do I? Yes. yes. Um, yeah, and that's why we've been doing. We've been leading four weeks up to 24 years. So this is week three, and we've been kind of breaking down four life-altering lessons that we have learned real-time. Real-time. In 24 years of marriage. Not out of a book, although a lot of the stuff I'm sure you can find in a book. Did, we, Maybe we, we should write, write the book. book. Um, but we've we've titled this kind of like series, Love and Marriage. Love and marriage. Love and marriage. Goes together like a horse and carriage. <laughs> I didn't know you would know that song. I don't even know who sings it. I think yeah. I remember Frank Sinatra. Okay, what Sinatra. sitcom? What sitcom was that on? Yeah. It, it played, that's the only reason why I know it. It played it at the intro and the outro of the yeah, sitcom. Yeah, it's probably true. I can't remember what? it. I wouldn't know. It With Christina Applegate? I don't know. I, I just, it's old school. Yeah, I can't remember. Super old. Oh, man, that means we're old. Go together like horse and carriage. So this is going, the first The first lesson was we're in it together as long as we're together in it. Ooh, provocative. Go provocative. back and listen. It's a good one. Um, last week's was lesson number two. Um, that's not your mom. That's my wife. That you gotta love, you gotta Actually, love those, you gotta love those titles. I gotta be honest, that was one of my favorite ones last week. It was. We got a lot of listens on that. We had a lot of people responding on social media. So people don't always respond to our podcast. Is it kind of hurtful? Do we kind of feel like maybe we missed the mark? Sometimes. But then sometimes they just blow us up. It's always when we talk about sex, too. And parenting. And marriage. It's and, a thing. Yeah. Relationships. All the other stuff. They're like, forget kind of, that. It's kind of our thing, you know? I refuse to become a sex doctor. Well, we could We could if we wanted to. There could be some real money in that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. The phrase you just weaved together is offensive in so many levels. You're so, so we welcome. just... We won't continue There's some on real that. money in that. Uh, all right. So this week, we're going to cover the third life-altering lesson. And then next week, we shall... Professor Huffman, we, we shall be... What is the title for today? Well, before I get there, since we've been married, I, I was thinking about this, babe. You are incredibly unique in the fact... Oh, really? Here's the thing. Is that a compliment you've or been Islam? Married. No, no, no. I don't know if you even thought of it this way. You've been married in your teens, because you got married at 17, in your 20s, True. in your 30s. And in your 40s, because you're 41. So you have literally been married over the span of four decades. Teens. I mean, you've only married for two and a half, but teen years you were married. Your 20s you were married. Man, that was fun, huh? Your 30s you were married. That was crazy, huh? And now here we are <laughs> at the beginning of our 40s. And I stayed married, friends. Like, yeah. 
We're still we're still together. Wow! Don't say it like you did such an accomplishment. Well, I mean, I'm that's sorry I made it deal. so difficult. I mean, if you get married in your teens and now you're in your forties and you're with the same guy, come on, that's some that's some good stuff. Pat on my back. Holy cow! Okay, well, here was my question. Self, self encouragement here. Here's like a humble, humble brag. Humble. Here was my question humble for you. Brag. Out of those four those four seasons of marriage, which one is most memorable for you? Is there one that you like better than another? Like, was the 20s so much better than the 30s? Was being married in your teens better than being married in your 40s? Like, do you have any? Because, I mean, you have a very unique perspective. I'd have to say the first decade, which would have been like my teens to like my late 20s, and then right now, it's been, in my opinion, the most fun. Okay. So the 30s were just a waste. (laughs) (laughs) No. You just skipped about 10, 11 years. Well, it's like, yeah, just got to cross those out. Tough years in my early mid 20s because we did go through some tough things that you know you did, but but I had a whole did you say all the things that you did? A whole shiznit of issues that I had to deal with personally in my 30s. By the way, can I say after two and a half years, I love how you curse my shiznit, my shiznit. We were watching Um, this show the other day and it just it was it they were portraying this woman to just be the most evil, diabolical woman. It's a new Netflix series, she's awful. And so I kept, I mean, she is what she is, but I kept calling her. I was like, man, she's being a biz. <laughs> but the thing is, is that the first time was funny. The second time, okay, it was funny again. But you kept saying it every like three Hey, man, I, know, I tried to control myself with I, the cursing. And so you had to find creative ways to do it. I love you. you say shiznit. I say, man, that, that, that girl's being a biz. <laughs> so you're saying husbands can tell, say to oh, their. No, oh, no, okay, never. Yeah. Those words will never come out of my mouth. In she's fact, if you're a husband. A boyfriend or a man in you can, general, you can, you can never say that to a woman. <laughs> That's right. Don't don't forget it. But it, I can with my wife while we're sitting on the couch getting ready to do something while we're watching a movie. Um, I can re- comment on a woman that is clearly being a biz. Her character was to be the biggest biz that's ever lived, and she nailed it. You've given me the biz eyes before. You've never said it, you, but you give me those like you a biz. Well, you've given me the shiznit eyes before. Like you, you start your shiznits. <laughs> what are we? So we have to translate. We, we this. should like create our own curse words. We that did are, that are like super slang. Okay, babe. Like, was so you said okay. So early my, teens to twenties. Yeah, and like why forties? So okay, so here we are in our forties. Well, I'm scared since it's right now. Forties because the sex is so much better. I mean, I mean, sex has been pretty pretty amazing all all these decades. Better in your teens or better in your forties. Better in my forties because because you get good at what you do. Yeah, you know we what do. I mean? You get like you get professional. Professional. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So definitely, I'd say the early, the first decade, and in, in the in the time we're living in today, it's it's been fun. I mean, like for instance, you said we're watching a movie and then we're gonna do some making out later. Like we're like kind of done with raising our kids, so mm-hmm. it's like right, we have nobody around for. For hours at a time. We could totally take our clothes off on the couch in the living room. (laughs) Now, granted, we have a lot of people come through our house, so we got to be careful. But like we said, all of our family's in Jacksonville. Um, Almost all of them. Caleb's around, but he's so loud when he comes in, you have a lot of time. (laughs) Our son Caleb, who I love, man, he he just comes in like a a wrecking ball. And so you hear him (laughs) from a mile away. So it's like, we have at least 25, 45 seconds before We've actually had this conversation. (laughs) We're like, we're going to make out. We're like, well, Caleb's, Gonna come home. We're like, eh, we gotta hear them. Yeah, we got time now. Other people, Serenity. Serenity's a little church mouse. She just she just walk right down. You wouldn't even know she's there. You You're gotta like, be careful. Oh, hey, baby girl. Oh, hey, sorry about that. Um, all right. So let us open up this this episode. We've already opened it, but 
Um, yep. Lesson number three. Let me. I, I pose. I pose a hypothetical. A hypothetical that is probably true. Have you ever been in an argument um, with your spouse or with your loved one? We're talking about love and marriage, so you don't have to be married for this to relate to you. Could be in love or falling in love, or you've fallen out of love and you want to fall in love again. Whatever. Have you ever been in an argument and you were right? Now, here's what I mean. Not just you think you're right, because a lot of times we're in arguments we think we're right. We know, but let's say you're genuinely this time, like your perspective, what you're saying, the way you've conducted yourself, you're right, right? And you're arguing with the person you love and they feel like they're right. But the truth of it is you're right. And you argue it so passionately, so adamantly, so convincingly, so persistently that in the end of this argument, let's say, there can be no question about how right you are. Like it's like, case closed, I'm right. Only to realize, here's here's the shoe drop, that you were still wrong. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know. Like what you're you can be 100 percent correct and be absolutely wrong in the wrong. Um, so you were right, but now you've lost your friend. You were right, but now your spouse, does, your spouse doesn't want to have sex with you. Oh, how does it feel to be right, Mister Tough Guy? You were right, but now your kids resent you. Oh, oh, you were right. I mean, you were a hundred percent right, but now. Your coworkers talk behind you, talk about you behind your back, right? Because there is a way to be um, right and also be wrong. Well, it's it, you can be right and and keep right. Sure, you can do it that way too, you which know. is what we would recommend. So here is the life-altering lesson number How three that we have learned real time, being married to each other for almost two and a half decades. Here it is: a wise man once said, "Nothing." We should just end the podcast. That's it. That is the lesson that we have learned and I must say are still learning. A wise man once said nothing. Okay. Let's just be real. (laughs) Okay. If you know me slightly, that's extremely hard sometimes for me. (laughs) Me too. I'm just going to self-confess. God has given me a mouth to want to (laughs) talk. Okay. And this is the other, other challenge is you are pretty much the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, here's the thing. So the dudes listen. Here's a pro tip. After being married for two and a half years, I will tell you this. Two and a half years. Two and a half decades. Um, I do know some people have been married for two and a half years that are given pro tips too. That's hilarious, by the way. Anyways, do what you can with what you got. Gentlemen, in an argument, the woman always gets the last word. I, you, I just, no, listen I, to me. I don't agree. So anything you say after that is technically the beginning of a, a new, new argument. argument. We know. It's so true. Jen, let me ask you, I'm going to ask you an honest question. Okay. How often do you think arguments between us get worse because we keep talking? How often? 50% of the time, 80% of the time. How often do you think the arguments we've had, the hundreds we've had over the course of our two and a half decades of being together, how often do you think, what is the percentage they got worse because we kept talking? Oh, 80%. Easy, right? Easily. I mean, 80%, I, I, I wanted to say 99.8% at the time. Like, it's like, you, you even when we settle an argument, then someone just just does one more little jab, totally. one more little comment. It's and, human nature, and it's not even maybe a bad comment, but it's just the comment. It's, it's just, just that it's the it's like why did you have to? And then if you say that comment, you don't mean I'm I'm now I'm digging again. I'm like, what did you mean by that? Like why did you have so, to say? So I that? mean, I've been notorious for like we'll say it, we'll say it, we'll sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and then we'll be like okay, and it's over. And then as I'm walking out the room, I'll be like. 
Until next time. <laughs> oh, oh, you are notorious for You'd it. You'd be like, what did you say? And, I mean, we I'm have like, literally you say next time? just- You're on having this fight again. Totally. And I'm an saying? idiot. Okay, there's an ancient, old ancient proverb that says, better to be an idiot and remain silent than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. Proverbs and Psalms in the Bible. I think it is. It I mean, is. I'm not, that's not how they quote it, but- But it's just a modern version of it. Honestly, man, there is so much to be said yes. about holding your tongue, not saying it, even if you're right- not saying um, just because you think it doesn't mean you should say it. That's that's been a big one I've had to learn. Um, and there's this whole also thing like, remember we used to say this when we were youth pastors and we were talking to students that were dating. We would say the right thing at, at the, the wrong, wrong time, time is, is the wrong, wrong thing. thing. That applies so much here when it comes to communication, arguing with your spouse, and you're in a fight, you're having a disagreement. You might have what you want to say, what you're trying to convey might be the right thing. But if you do it at the wrong time, no matter how right it is, it's going to be the wrong thing. Yep. I mean, it takes so much discipline, humility, self-awareness, um, control, control say, <laughs> like controlling yeah. your temper, controlling the fact that you just can't. Okay. Can I ask you this? Is there an art to arguing? I I actually believe there is. I really do. And I think the art customizes itself to each couple. Okay. So I don't think there's a full, I, I don't, I would never want to say, oh, let me give you my formula. But I, I think now I after being formulas. 24 years, I know you do, 24 years, I kind of know the best approach and formula that I should be taking. Do I take it with all the me. time? Yeah, with our yeah. arguments, with anything, even if it's, Maybe I'm wrong, you're right, or vice versa. It's like I do inherently know now after being married 24 years how I should go about it. But the challenge, like you said, is do I do I do it the right way every time? Do mm-hmm. I go about it? Do I use self-control? Do I hold my tongue? That's the challenge. So like sure. when I'm thinking about the art of arguing, I'm like, okay, first, so I said this to you right before we turn these mics. I go, hey, do you, I asked you that question. Do you think there's an art to arguing? And I said, for me, it's you should never fight when you're fighting with the person you love, your spouse or the person you love, you're, you're dating, whatever, the goal should never be to win the fight. Because in winning the fight, you could lose much more. Right? Like I said, I mean, okay, I won the fight, but you and I aren't going to have sex for three days because you're like, you're so upset that I won. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I proved you to be wrong and, and idiotic. <laughs> you know, like how, how does that help us? How does that help me? How did that help you, right? So... And so I said to you, I think the art of an argument, the art of arguing is fight to resolve. And you adamantly disagreed with me. And I didn't want to have the conversation because I want to have it right now with the microphones on. You adamantly disagreed. I go, I think the goal shouldn't be fight to win. It should be fight to resolve. And you're like, I 100% disagree. And you even pulled out and I'm throwing you under the bus. You're like, that's such a man response to which you said what you thought it was to which I honestly and genuinely still reply. That's such a woman response. You said, I think the goal should be fight to to understand. understand. Okay, explain to me. Well, the last thing a woman wants is her husband to fix her. Guys are inherently, now not all men, but in my learnings that men tend to want to be, they want to fix things. They just want to resolve. They just want to resolve, resolve, fix it, fix it, fix it. And a woman doesn't want you to fix it. They actually just want you probably to listen and to understand. But you're, def- okay, I so, agree. But you're, I actually agree with what you're saying, but you're I defining. I think a great fight, how it becomes great is that both parties are learning or listening to understand why, maybe why that person's angry, why why what I did, you know, 
made you hot and heavy and angry and whatever else. So it's like me learning to understand why you're even flying off the handle or why you're frustrated. To me, that's more important than the resolution, especially in the beginning of a fight. Now, obviously, resolution is the end goal, but you'll never get, that should not be the first thing on your mind when you're in an argument. Me, for me, it's like, if you could understand what I'm trying to say, you could understand where I'm coming from. Oh my gosh, I can almost, the fight's almost over. Like it literally, for me, it's almost over. Is it though? It is. Okay. See, like so well. See, see, I'm starting is- to sweat hearing you say like the whole goal <laughs> is for us to understand. And I actually agree with you. But you're you're taking when I said resolve, you're making resolve. You defined it as fix it, which that's not what I see resolving as. And I get it. Like me trying to fix you never works. First of all, gentlemen, you can't fix her, so stop trying to do it. Um, and she doesn't want you to fix her. So I don't. When I say resolve it, I mean like resolve, like come to a place where we've. Apologize. Sure, I totally we've forgiven. Agree. But you it's said, resolved. what is the most important thing? That's the goal of a fight. Is like not to win the fight. It's like to resolve the fight. Like I want the fight to be over. I want us to be good. You want us to have a deeper understanding. understanding. Which I think. Can we agree that both are probably right? I totally because I can't and disagree with and that. That's the beauty uh, of a great fight is that if we both are going into this, learning to understand why the other one's upset or whatever happened. And then also that, but understanding brings resolution, right? Mm-hmm. Like it brought, it'll bring us to that point. Well, so okay. I don't, I feel like you can't have one without the other. You can't. Oh, I think you can resolve without fully understanding. Babe, I haven't been married to you for 24 years. Okay. I certainly do not understand what makes you okay, tick all the okay, time. Okay. You are the most beautiful I enigma I have ever encountered. I'm not saying fully understand, <laughs> understand, like at least what is it? What is the word? Emp- empathize. Empathize. With maybe you don't understand why I'm overly emotional. Maybe I don't even understand why I'm overly but emotional. But I can empathize. But with you why. can, you can, okay, babe, I understand like it's been a stressful month. I yeah. don't fully understand. But, but you even saying those words, I can understand your extremely stressful yeah. season. Then what happens is, is it calms down the emotion to bring resolution. Yeah, I think, yeah. And I, it's, you're right. I'm not, I can't disagree with you, but I can just, it's a men and, I think it's a, I think it's a man and woman thing. Molly could intervene and tell us I, our counsel. We, but we really should I think bring her women into this equation. Wouldn't it be want just brilliant? to understand and men just want to be done. Like, I just want to be like, are we good? Can we take off our clothes? And because what's the, because <laughs> what's the end game? What is the end game in a fight? Is it, I mean, I can answer for you. It's makeup sex. Okay, well. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not. Okay, wh- what's the end game for a fight? I would say this. I would say the end game is that we learn to live together better mm. and that we grow in love with each other. I think if an argument doesn't lean you, doesn't end with you like, okay, then it's then it's very destructive. It's just it becomes a fight that just builds and builds and builds and builds and could, could corrode and, the marriage yes, and the relationship yes. for sure. But if somehow, by the grace of God, we could end arguments, and now that we've ended this argument, we've resolved it, and there's some understanding. We could say, okay, we can actually live together better now. Yep, we can learn. We're learning mm-hmm. to live together better, and we're growing in love because I do think with time, our love for each other and our our connection shouldn't get less, but it should actually get better. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, people when they talk about marriage, they they make it feel like like the longer you're together, the more boring it gets. People start to let themselves go. We start to lose, and I don't. I don't agree with that. I know that certainly is a case that happens in life all the time. But that's a choice, and there's a way to not do it. I think we can get better with age, like nice wine, like a decent cigar, like cheese. Wait, cheese gets bad. <laughs> well, unless it's taken care of. Well, yeah, yeah, if it's taken care of. So, like, 
we should get better the longer we're together. We should get sexier with each other. We should become closer. We should be better friends. Um, and, and I think, and I do, I really do agree with, you know, the goal is to resolve, but there's a, a few things along the way that help us get to that resolution. And I would say some of our, our hardest, most intense fights when we actually work through it, like like not just ignored it. That's where fights can get so destructive in marriages. And and I've witnessed some marriages personally where they never fully ever resolved any, you know, disagreement or argument to the point where they so it probably didn't last very long. They swept under the rug and they you become this co- you coexist in marriage because you don't ever deal with what's really going on. And I think if you can really deal and and learn to fight well, fight fair, right? Resolve well, learn to understand, it has drawn you and I so much more closer over the years. Like I Sometimes after really tough fights, even though I hate them with all my heart, um, I feel closer to you when we resolve. I feel more intimate. I feel more like you know me better. I feel like we were vulnerable in ways that we had maybe hadn't been for some time or ever, and it causes our relationship to deepen. Yeah. And then the next fight gets a little easier. Sometimes, and I agree. And I mean, but I don't want to. I certainly don't want to lead people on to think like we haven't shot a hundred. Absolutely. And there not. have been some devastating fights. And there have been some fights, some fights where, where we couldn't resolve. We had to, we had to get outside help. We had to get some help. And then housing. there have been arguments that have actually done what you said. Yeah. And I'd like to think, okay, almost 24 years, and I would like to think that we certainly have erred and we certainly lean on our arguments being more productive than destructive. You know, but that's that's because we it's because we're committed to each other. And I, you know, now I'm gonna kind of agree with what you said on the understanding. I mean, I agree with it, but I there is something to understanding. There is a significant difference between the way men process and women process. There's a significant difference the way words affect a man, affect a woman. Um, people always kind of stereotype women as being emotional and dramatic. I would like to go on record as saying men are just as emotional, if not more emotional. We just hide it better, which I don't think is healthier. Sometimes it's packaged in anger. Oh, man, it can really yeah. bottle up. And that's why you, you see like just, you know things just erupting. Um, okay, we, we have the privilege sometimes of doing mar- premarital counseling with couples. Before they get married, they'll come to us, and you know we're pastors, so people, it's not like we're counselors, but we take them through a curriculum. We have some really great stuff that we walk, it's like five weeks or whatever, and we'll meet with them. And what the whole point of premarital counseling is, is that you kind of talk through the issues that you're definitely going to face in marriage. Better to face them before you're married and talk them through with like two people in the room that have been there and can offer wisdom and advice from a man and a woman as opposed to like just like boom it's slapping you upside the head three weeks into marriage you're like well what is this and you know that can become i mean you can get through it but it's so much easier like you set yourself up for success what do they say loving your marriage enough to um protect it or something like that loving your marriage enough to protect it. loving your marriage enough to protect it one of the things that we kind of talk about is the difference between men and women like for instance everything changes when you get married like your okay your dudes your understanding of the five minute, that chronological span in time, five minutes, that will definitely change when you get married. For instance, you're getting ready to go out to dinner, you're meeting friends, your wife's upstairs, she's putting on her makeup, and you're like, babe, we gotta go, I don't wanna be late. And your wife says to you, um, no problem, I'll be down in five, five minutes. minutes. That is not the five minutes that you have grown accustomed to as a single man, okay? It's true, ladies, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll take your defense. You're, you have friends over, people are over, your husband's watching the football game with a bunch of guys and the trash is overflowing and you say, babe, would you mind taking out the trash? And your husband turns to you and says, absolutely, love, 
beautiful sexy, queen of sexy mine. baby. Um, I'll take it out when the game's over. There's only five minutes left. <laughs> Again, ladies, that is not the five minutes that you've been true. accustomed to. And I think that's minutes. just a... It's a universal kind of principle. Like that'll happen so many times in your marriage of things you're like, wait a second. What I was thinking and what you were thinking are two completely different things. Welcome to living together with each other. Okay. So let me, can I bring just a little clarity as we kind of bring this to a close? I want to make, uh, let me bring clarity. When we say a wise man once said nothing, um, let me clarify. He or she said nothing. In the heat of the moment. Right. In the heat of the moment. But you do have to communicate eventually. That's right. Okay, so that's so people are like, cool, man. I'm, I'm just, just going to shut down. I'm going to shut down, be quiet. Say nothing. That is not, not what, what we're, we're saying. saying. In fact, that's the fast track to literally ruining your relationship. Right. No, 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 no. What we're saying is there's a point in a place where it's like, hey, you're in the heat of the moment. Now is the time to just say nothing. Like everything you want to say, go say it in the shower. Go jump in the car and like say it in the car, you know, <laughs> write the email and then delete. <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. I have so many arguments in the car and in the shower and dude, I kill it, but it never happens. I get it out of my system. <laughs> so many times I walk in and you're oh, yeah. just mouth I'm talking flipping. to like four like, different like, people. I'm like, what'd you expressful. say, man? Say it to my face, bro. You know, like, <laughs> um, but at some point. Yes, it's so wise. You do have to communicate eventually right yes, you're absolutely. going to have to okay so let's pop quiz let's do a let's do a little real-time experiment babe. oh gosh i'm scared um, now i'm gonna say a couple of phrases that have maybe come out in fighting or would be typical for an argument between two people that love each other and i want you i want you and i to say how do you think you'd answer in the heat of the moment and how should you answer once you've collected yourself Okay. You actually want me to be honest with this. Let's do this real. I'll do it too. Like you Let's did, do it real. I don't know. You got to be honest. I, I'm, I'm going to be able to tell. Like, okay. How, <laughs> God. How would you answer? Okay, so we're going to do it. Okay, I'm going to say a couple phrases that are probably triggers. And I'm, how would you ladies answer? ladies and gentlemen, what we've said in the heat of the moment. Well, we what, shouldn't. How you would answer. And then what should you say once you've collected yourself? <laughs> you didn't say anything. Okay, okay. So um, here's one. You're crazy. Like, like you're saying that to me. Like a dude. Dudes say that to women all the time, by the you're way. You're crazy because you're... You are crazy. What would you Billy say? Billy Huffman, have you ever said that to me in the heat of the moment? Yes. <laughs> yes, you have. I know. I'm sorry. Um, Ouch. Okay, we're going to get in the heat of the okay, moment now. How, I, what, would you, what would you say? What, what I, have you said? What I, say, what I would say is... Call that, me crazy one more time. <laughs> no, that's not what I would say. I, said, I would say, excuse me, what did you say? Yeah, yeah. You get so mad. I get so adamant. Like, excuse me, like, what did you say? What about when I'm like, you're driving me insane. Oh, I, there's been times I'm like, you haven't seen it insane yet. Like, you think this is insane? Just wait, my no, friend. No, I'm thinking of things I say in the moment, in the moment. I'm like, your See, voice is, pierces my, I, my, my brain like nails. When someone comes at me like that, I, I like start getting like, like, oh, like challenge. Like, I'm, I'm okay. ready for a fight, you know? Totally, we all are. Because it's that fight or flight syndrome. And we both are definitely oh, the fight. I'm a fight. Yeah, we fight. Ooh, I don't know if that's a good dynamic. That's why okay. our fights have been So intense. what would you say? What, what should you say if you collect yourself? So I'm like, dude, you drive me. You're driving me insane. Like if you collect yourselves, you don't respond. You're like, okay. Like what, how would you respond to that if you had time? <laughs> same. <laughs> I, okay. You know what? For me, the response would probably be the same, but I would do a different tone if I was actually 
thinking before I speak. Which is huge. Because most communication is nonverbal. It's tone, it's facial expression, it's body. I mean, it's huge. Right. So you say to me, you're driving me insane. I would probably be like, Okay, I'll answer for you. You've said that to me. You're like, you know, you're you're just you're so angry, or you're you're, you're so intense. You're so intense. Like yeah. in the moment, I'll be like, oh, intense. This is intense. If I put my fist through a wall, you know, that's that's what I would say if I don't. But if I take some time, I say it's a couple hours. I clear my thoughts. I kind of come back. I would probably this is and I, this has happened. I'd be like, okay, okay. I would say this. You gotta let moment, me answer. But in the moment, I'm not in the moment. I'm saying now that I'm going to do it right. Okay. Wise men once said nothing. I don't say anything. I, I just let it diffuse, take a moment, take an hour, a two, whatever. Come back like, hey, so like when you when you say that I'm getting intense, it, it's, it super triggers me, babe. But honestly, I'm not trying to. What did I do? What did I do that made you feel that way? And it might, even my tone would change because I've had a couple hours to relax, to remember that I loved you, to remember that we were going on a date that night, to remember that you look beautiful with your clothes off and with your clothes on, and no matter what you look like, you're always beautiful, and I love the smell of your hair. Like, I remind myself, and so I'm like, babe, I honestly don't want to fight. I just honestly want to have sex with you. So, but what am I doing? And then you're like, well, you're doing this. And you know, and it's, it just, it just changed. Okay, let's do another one. Um, Okay, I'm gonna go right there. I want a divorce. In the heat of the moment. We've been fighting, 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 and I'm, I'm I want a divorce. If I was, I would probably say in the heat of the moment, I honestly don't believe that you mean that. I realize you're angry. You actually do do that, yeah. And what would you say? I know what you would say if you take some time and you don't say anything and you come back, which I think what you just said right there is kind of like saying nothing. Like, I honestly I don't mean that. I know you're angry. So you're not even going to address what I said. Right. How could you Earlier say that? Earlier on, if yeah. you would have said that, I would have been like I don't devastated. Actually, I actually don't yeah, say that. But like, often. I think the reaction would be, probably just what i just said right away mm-hmm. like i know you don't mean that you're you're being triggered you're being when we have angry. had those rare moments and we've mm-hmm. had them for sure um when we've come back i think one of the things you said and I, even i said is like we probably should we probably should go talk to somebody totally yeah and that's you if know, like, you're using language like yeah. that it's like let's 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 go and get do some deep work. and dudes or women i guess anyone could be like oh, i didn't mean it i was just i was just emotional but it's coming like, out but of there's, there's something some, there there's a little there's bit of truth there, there maybe yeah and it, and to 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 a deal and i think that you just you just landed on something i think in fights when things like that are coming out of our mouths i think it is time to get a good like it's it's a tune-up it's like our marriage we needed we needed to have molly involved just mm-hmm. in some areas and it and it's so helpful like don't wait just so everyone who, who doesn't listen often molly is, is a, counselor. a counselor she's a beautiful wonderful woman who helps us not the drug molly <laughs> <laughs> uh, we needed point. molly involved like <laughs> but i think i think there were there are multiple fights where we were dropping subtle things like that and we didn't realize it, that would have been the time to start saying, hey, we should probably go to talk to someone who can kind of intervene, help us see some things maybe that we're not seeing. Getting a life coach or a counselor, we're, I'm such a huge fan of it. We, yeah, we will we say, say that it a lot. all the time. And I think, okay, here's one that's a trigger for any relationship. It's these two words. They say this all the time. You always do that or you never. never. It's the always and the never. And those trigger me all the time. Like in the moment if we're arguing and you drop the never or always, I lose my mind. Because I'm a facts guy. I'm logical. I'm like... Let's speak in truth. Yeah. Let's speak in facts. And you're like, you always, you always stay up later than me. It's actually the vice versa. Okay, we both do it. Yeah, I was going to say. You want to fight right now. You always do this. I just did it. But you're the the emotional. When we get in a fight, I get very calm. You get overly Oh my Lord, that is not true. It is. It is true. Did that feel good? 
to just like totally paint yourself that way, babe. Well, we both have our moments. We do have our moments, but the drama, you because you, because you're a facts guy, but you get super intense, so it gets very dramatic. Because you take facts, like okay, for instance, like if we've been arguing and we haven't resolved it for a day, you'll literally be like, "We haven't, we haven't had sex for a week." And I'm like. You mean 24 <laughs> hours? Fair. It's this so is, true. This is such a good picture into our marriage. Like, okay, we had an argument not long ago, and there were probably like three days. I wanted to resolve right away, and you weren't ready to, and I respected that. And then the next day- Because you like, wanted to do it on your terms, which was part of the problem with me in that yeah, moment. Yeah, and, like, and I respected oh, it's, oh, that. Oh, it's always like, what you want to do. It's never what I want to do. I'm well, I didn't actually have that tone. No, I'm it. saying that. Oh, but then the next day, we, we didn't resolve it. Basically resolving, I mean, we just needed to have a conversation. It wasn't a huge and deal. You, so that was two days. And then you literally three, said, all week. Then, no, not until we got until Thursday. Did. No, no, you did it. Because it happened Monday. It wasn't until Thursday. And Thursday, I said, it's almost been an entire mm. week. And you go, it's been uh, two days. And Listen, I go, and I think that's the thing when you're- I understand a, what you're saying. I, when we're in an <laughs> argument, it's amazing how I feel like it's been almost a week and you feel like it's been two days. When it's been, you know, if we were both just count the days of the week because we can count, it's been Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Now we're on Thursday morning. Now you're Tuesday, saying you're right. Three and a half days. Neither of us are right. I'm Almost just a week. We each have two days. And this is true with every relationship, right? Like everyone has their perspective. They're right. And this is where I think most arguments they they cease to stop because we just keep like, this is my perspective. This is my perspective. And right. I think the magic and the miracle of being married, which I mean, maybe that should be the title. The magic and miracle of being married I love is that. learning. To see it from the other person's perspective. Mm. Oh, God help us. I mean, that is so hard. And I think at the end of the day, you have to truly, truly remind yourself that you love this person. You do want to spend your life with this person. Don't believe those those fleeting emotions that come and go. Like, no, you do. And I think and- I remember early on, I would say things in an argument or disagreement like, you never can see it. You never can understand. You, 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 yeah, use the word never. You know, you're, you're emotional. I wish you could just see it, you know. Um, try to understand. I remember later on in life when we had arguments, I would begin to say, babe, like, could you just put yourself in my shoes for a moment? Like, if you could just, if you could put yourself in my shoes for a moment and see it the way I see it or mm-hmm. the way it's affecting me. And when I would slow down and use, use you know, sentences, sentences that way, it would so help us to, to process did. better. Because the truth is, it's like, you'd be like, okay, babe, I actually, I'm going to do my best to I think what you put myself in your shoes. And you were great at it. It's like, I, you would be like, you might be right, but look at it from where I'm looking at it. And so it was like, you kind of like, I was like, okay, so you're saying that I might be right. Yes, but can you see it from where I'm saying? And then I'd be like, well, yeah, I could see how you would think that. And you're like, and that hurts. And then I'd have to, if I'm going to be a man and I truly love you, I'm going to be like, well, I didn't mean to hurt you. Right. I'm sorry. And then it's like, okay, so what are we going to learn so we don't do that anymore? I mean, that is fighting with the Can purpose. Can I bring up something, too, that's interesting about the us? And, and maybe other couples. We're both strong in, in, in the way we lead our personalities. Humble brag. No, we just have strong personalities. And that, that's, that's true. that probably is what makes our fights a little intense at times. But I think the thing that... Also makes our makeup sex awesome. Amazing. <laughs> I think the thing that I've had to learn is that a lot of times when we're trying to resolve, we're both right like no legitimately like there's like there's there's more than one way to do something there is there and i think we both have thought. had to come to a realization in our in our leading relationship all of it is that okay well actually your your way would work and it it is right and my way 
obviously you feel like it's a better way because it's your way is right and will work. And yeah. so we both have had to come to agreement almost to be like, hey, both ways are are right. So who's going to who's going to kind of relinquish their right, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. who's going to kind of what is the word I'm looking for? Relinquish. Um, but like yield. yield that's yeah. it. Yield to the other. And I think that's what we took a little too long to figure out, maybe for me personally, is like just to yield more. It's like, because really it wasn't about a wrong or it wasn't about being someone being wrong. It was kind of two rights and someone learning to yield. Yeah. There's, there's more than one solution to a, to an issue. There's more than one way of doing things. There's more than one perspective. I mean, just reminding ourselves like it's a big world. We live, I mean, there's just a lot and yeah. And then it does take an enormous amount of, I don't know if it's an enormous amount, but at least amount of humility. And if you do love someone. Humility, respect, and trust. Yeah, like, okay, all right, well. And you have to, I mean, at some point you got to, you have to yield. You have to like, okay, I'm going to lay it down. Okay, you're right. I'm going to, your way. I was wrong. And I think. Or not even wrong. Like, okay, let's give it your way a go. Let's just try it. Or just even multiple times, I think one of the ways we've ended fights is we've both. I mean, this is probably, this is probably the most ways we end our fights. We both admit we were wrong. Yeah. Like, I was wrong doing this. You were wrong doing this. And then there's a caveat. It's like, but I did it because of this, but it still doesn't make it right. Right. I was wrong. Right. You made me so mad, but I was wrong. And then you can be like, okay, because you did that, I did this, and I, but I was wrong to do that. And, re- and so you d- yes. if we both kind of come to this place where, like, I was wrong, I was wrong, I was wrong, which so, you know, that's the caveat of lesson three. A wise man once said, nothing, unless you're going to say, I was wrong, please forgive me. That's a great way yes. to say nothing. Yes. You know? And remembering, it's in the heat of the moment. Choose your words. I, I, I've i never said anything in the heat of the moment that I that worked. <laughs> like I've never convinced you in the heat of the moment with all my words. It's always been after the fact, taking a moment, didn't say anything, and then like, hey, can we talk this out? And yeah. we're able to do it. So anyways. We could say a lot of more. You, yeah, this so much more. We've gone for a bit. But thanks for listening Thank to Coffee Talk. This is This is the third lesson a wise man once said. Nothing. Cheers, everyone. Have a great evening. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. (laughs)